Welcome to this Daring Adventure podcast, where we work on bridging the gap between where we are and where we want to be in order to live a bigger and bolder life. In this podcast, we will provide inspiration, tips, and skills you need to make your life the adventure you want it to be. Here's your host, mindset mentor and life coach, Trista Gurton. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Daring Adventure. Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. I have just returned from a lovely two weeks at home with friends and family. And I am getting ready to dive into this year and make it my best year ever. I've been thinking a lot about setting intentions, my word for the year, resolutions, and how I wanted to go about setting myself up to go after my goals and really up-level in every area. And what I've decided is not so much to worry about resolutions per se, but I have set my word for the year, which is possibility. I love the idea of being open to the possibility or possibilities. I have been working with my coach, looking at what is possible for myself, what is possible for my life, and looking at going outside or thinking outside of the box and going out of what is conventional and what I've traditionally thought about what I'm capable of, what I'm able to create for my life. I think I've done pretty well over the years, but I want to take it to a whole new level. I'm switching careers. I want to switch countries. I am looking at setting bigger and bolder goals for myself, ones that I never would have thought possible a year or two ago even. And so this is a lot of the work that I want to do with my clients this year. My content is going to be centered a lot around looking at the possibilities for our lives and really challenging the conventional wisdom and the limiting beliefs that we hold for ourselves to really stretch and grow and expand as much as possible. I've also set the intention to live with ease. Ease, just the word to me, just helps me to relax. It helps me to drop resistance. It takes some of the pressure off. And so that's how I started to create this list of things I wanted to do differently for the year because I didn't want there to be this pressure and this stress. I didn't want it to be overwhelming. I didn't want it to be sort of looming over my head, thinking about all these things I have to do. But I wanted to create a list that would help me to generate ease in my life, to help me feel better, to help me learn, to help me grow, and to help me just enjoy, have a lot more joy in my life. I've been busy over the last couple of years, which I've enjoyed. It's not a problem. I plan to be busy this year as well, but I also want to incorporate more ease and joy into my life and just relax and have fun. So what I did is created this list 
it really builds on a lot of the habits and the goals that I've already set for myself in previous years and just builds on them. Some of them I'm getting back to. Some of these things I had done more in previous years and I sort of let slide. I have to say that with COVID and everything that went on over those two years and then the busyness that I've had in starting my own business and working full time, I've sort of have let certain things slide, not everything, but certain things. And so it's important to me to sort of get back to those And I know they will enhance my quality of life, my health, my enjoyment, my sense of fun, and as I mentioned, the growth and expansion that I want to achieve over the coming 12 months. So let's dive into this list. Take what you want. And if you have any questions or anything, you can always feel free to email me. My email will be in the show notes. The first thing I want to do is have less screen time. I've spent a lot of time working online and on Zoom, which has been fine. I spent a lot of time on Instagram and Facebook and and trainings and videos and and watching all of the things. And so I want to make a conscious effort just to start reducing that screen time, not picking up my phone as much, especially. I am always watching people when I see couples out to dinner or families and friends just, you know, sitting there at a table all together, all on their phones. And that's not something I do. And it's not something we do in my family. But for sure, I want to just start reducing that that amount and just to be in the present moment more and less focused on, you know, getting the latest updates or reading WhatsApp messages. I want to spend more time on meditation, practicing yoga, tapping. I want to be walking my dogs. I want to be back in Canada, spending time with my friends and my family, walking, you know, in nature, enjoying the beautiful landscape and environment, whether it's here in Lebanon on the beach or if it's back in Canada in the Niagara region, I just want to be present and enjoy what's going on around me with the people that I'm with and just soaking in all of the beauty that's around us. The second thing I want to do differently is more writing. I've been fairly consistent about journaling, and this is one of the things I recommend regularly to my clients. Journaling, I have notebooks everywhere. If you came to my apartment, if you looked at my desk right now, I have probably about 15 different notebooks. Some of them are for personal, some of them are for work, some of them are for coaching. Some of them I capture my lessons and ideas that I want to share with you. Others, it's just my own personal journal where I'm writing down my affirmations, my emotions, my goals, my appreciation list. I do a thought download, which is just sort of dumping my brain, getting all my thoughts out, especially if there's a lot going on in there, especially a lot, you know, first thing in the morning, there can be a lot of thoughts floating around, going back and forth. So I find putting that all out on paper for five or 10 minutes and then going back and seeing what's there, what needs to be addressed, what can be let go of. It's sort of like spring cleaning for your brain. Writing down my emotions, I choose daily what emotions I want to feel for the day. 
Typically, it may involve calm. It may involve appreciation. It will involve determination, patience, kindness, generosity. Those are things I want to focus on and channel throughout the day. Affirmations, I have a list of affirmations that I do. They range from every day in every way, I'm getting better, better, and better, or I'm open to new and exciting opportunities. You can make those up. Whatever feels good, whatever resonates, whatever you focus on, feel free to take whatever you want. And I find them just helpful to focus my mind and get it repeating and focus being intentional on thoughts that about what I want to create, not just letting the random thoughts go back and forth. Goals, I always recommend you write down your goals. There's something very powerful about writing down your goals and reviewing them on a daily basis. I tend to write them down every day. I know other people who just write them down and then review them once a day, twice a day whatever works for you, but write them down on paper. It's important. It again is a great way to keep you focused on where you want to go and what you want to create for yourself. Appreciation, same sort of thing. It's a gratitude list. What do you appreciate? It's a great way to focus you here and now on all the fantastic things that are going on for you. You can write about things you appreciate about yourself, about friends, family, about your day, about work. It can be literally anything. And my list ranges from anywhere from five to 10 things. It does tend to be a little repetitive, so I do need to push myself to think of different things. But again, it can range from, you know, just appreciating my mom, my dad, my family, my dogs, my cats, my health, my team, my clients, my coaches, and just this beautiful view, or just that it's a Saturday afternoon and I have some free time. I also want to do some writing in terms of blogs. Last year, I started a blog. I was doing it fairly consistently until I started my podcast. So I'd like to go back. I don't know if I will blog every week, but certainly getting back to writing on a regular basis. Writing like that is a great way for me to channel my thoughts and articulate what I'm thinking and what I want to share into greater detail and a more succinct message. So definitely, if you like reading, I will be sharing my blog with you. It is on my website, so it's available always there if you're interested in reading. I also want to write articles for LinkedIn and Medium just to expose new audiences to my work and, again, to share my vision and let people know about the transformation that is possible for their lives. The third thing I want to work on is my health. I previously had been on a whole food plant-based diet I had given up mostly red meat, dairy, processed foods, and I want to get back to that again. I had 
significantly reduced the amount of poultry and red meat in my life. I have a difficulty in giving up cheese. I've given up, for the most part, the rest of dairy and have been using soy milk for my coffee. But I really want to do a push this month and then for the rest of the year to get back to that. And I have had, I do have high blood pressure. So I'm looking to see what improvements can be made there with this protocol. I want to do more walking. I want to do weights. I have turned 50 over the past year and there is a significant muscle loss I've noticed over the past couple of years. So really getting back to that, building up my strength again and and making sure that the the loss doesn't continue, but that I can actually become stronger and leaner. And my skincare, I want to get back. I have in the past years been fairly stringent about the skincare routine that I've had. And I think, again, this is one of the things that I really let go during COVID. I guess it didn't seem to matter as much when I was spending so much time alone in my apartment. But getting back to that is something that I'm going to focus on this year. I had a Fractora treatment at Christmas when I was at home. It was painful. I honestly couldn't even finish it. I do like the results. I have to say there is a difference, but it hurt. So I don't know if I can recommend that to you. I mean, listen, it it hurt a lot. And that was with a numbing cream and some Tylenol. So what I'm reverting back now to is use of a vitamin C product, a Retin-A product, and sunscreen. Those are the three key products that estheticians recommend. And so I really want to make sure that I am following that routine and hopefully won't have to resort to Fractora or anything as painful again in the future. But let's see. I'm also drinking less caffeinated products. In years gone by, I eliminated Diet Coke from my diet. I drank a lot of Diet Coke when I was younger, probably up until my mid-40s, to be honest, and then gave that up. And now I am reducing caffeinated coffee. I'm going to only try and drink decaf coffee if I'm going to have coffee, drink more green tea. And I've also been drinking hibiscus tea, which they recommend for high blood pressure, although you have to drink a significant amount of it, apparently, to make a difference. So I don't know whether I can keep that up, but, but let's see. The fourth thing I'm going to do differently this year is reducing the amount of news that I consume and that I watch and any sort of violent, dramatic shows, movies, TV shows, and books. I have significantly reduced the amount of news that I have consumed over the past few years, the news that you watch is based on the drama factor and the fear factor. They are creating stories that 
are there to increase the fear. It does affect our nervous system in the long term. And so I want to reduce that effect on myself. And I find also watching any sort of movies or TV shows has the same effect. And I've basically eliminated that. And so I'm going to be doing more of that, ensuring I'm even stricter with what I'm consuming. And if I'm reading something, if I'm watching something, it is enjoyable, but it's more fun and happy and or inspirational and educational. So more documentaries, more nonfiction, and just dedicating my free time to learning and growing and up-leveling in a way that serves me and doesn't make me feel worse. I'm spending more time listening to podcasts and I will be spending more time listening to audiobooks. Usually these are things I do when I'm out for a walk or driving in the car or any sort of travel. Last year I started listening to some audiobooks and this year I'm going to continue. I've subscribed to audio Audible, so I am able to get a new book every month. And quite often they are educational, nonfiction books, so that I can take notes and share some of this content with you in the future and to help me become a better the fifth thing I want to do differently is to reduce the amount of worry and doubt that I experience in a day. Worry and doubt are indulgent emotions, and they really don't serve any purpose. Our brain is looking for the negative. It is looking for problems. It is trying to keep us safe. And so by indulging in these thought patterns, it thinks it's solving and reducing for risk. But the truth is, it really doesn't. And it's a waste of my mental and emotional energy. And it's a waste of my time. So how do you do this? I think this is a podcast in and of itself. But certainly being intentional about what I'm thinking and what I'm focusing on is key. Then When I do find myself worrying or doubting, it's redirecting. It's redirecting my brain, redirecting my thoughts towards what I do want to create, what is possible, what I do believe, and looking for evidence to the contrary of what my brain is offering me. Remember, your brain is going to offer you 60,000 thoughts a day. A lot of it's going to be crap. A lot of it is not going to be serving you. A lot of it are just thought loops that you have on repeat. Just because you have these well-worn neural pathways in your brain and your brain likes to be efficient, it likes to have these things on repeat. So whatever your brain is offering you, if it's not serving you, if it's not helping you, you can choose not to believe it. You have the ability and a possibility to decide that 
whatever your brain is offering is not necessarily true. It's not helpful. And you can just disregard it and then redirect your brain to thoughts that do serve you and that do help you. So reducing worry and doubt, which are indulgent emotions and consume my time and mental and emotional energy need to be reduced. And it's just about being intentional and somehow setting some of that up in my journal practice every day is a great way to focus your brain for the day. The sixth thing I want to do differently is my podcast. I started my podcast in May of 2022. It's been so much fun and such a joy. I have loved thinking about and creating and sharing this content with you every two weeks. For now, I'm going to continue this schedule of creating a new podcast episode every two weeks. I would like to do more bonus episodes, which would be a little bit shorter, a little bit more fun content that I can put out there just in between the the bi-weekly episodes. But I really want to put more time and effort into planning the episodes and making sure that there is more of a theme. I'm going to be doing more of a deeper dive into the four pillars that comprise the work that I do with my clients and to help them get unstuck and create what they want in their lives. I have developed a program that includes these four pillars And so I want to get into more detail about those so you can understand at a deeper level how I can help you get unstuck and help you to create the life that you truly want. So stay tuned for those. Those will be coming up in the next few months. The seventh thing I want to do differently is my coaching practice. So I have been working part-time on my practice, and that will continue for the next maybe two months or so. And then I will be transitioning to a full-time practice, which is very exciting. I look forward to being able to serve more clients and to be able to put out more content for you. And this will include more free webinars. It will include a retreat on Lake Erie in July. It will include more opportunities to engage with you and for you to engage with me and to have more content available for you to enjoy and to learn from. So I will be setting up a series of webinars in the next few months. I will also be setting up some group coaching sessions, which are a fantastic opportunity. They will be free of charge. And they are a great experience if you want to try coaching for yourself and to learn. We know from research that people who participate in a group coaching session, even if they aren't coached themselves, do experience benefits from these sessions. So I really want to make those available for people. 
because they do have an impact and they really can help and share powerful insights with you that can make a difference. The eighth thing I want to do differently this year is to do more networking. I want to participate in more events. I want to get out there. I want to learn from others, create new relationships, share my work. I've done that on a very small scale. I participated in a few networking events last year, but I've set myself a goal of participating in two each month. I really want to get out there. These are useful for learning about business from other women, learning about what other services are available out there, and of course, sharing my work with others and letting them know how I can help. The ninth thing I want to do differently is to have more fun. As I mentioned, you know, going out of COVID for two years and then into starting my own business and the coaching, I have been super busy and it's been great fun and I've loved every minute of it. But now I want to ensure that I'm building in more free time for myself to get out and do some of the walking I mentioned before. And then when I'm at home, I want to do more kayaking, more spending time with friends and family and my dogs, not rushing, just relaxing more. I have a concert ticket for Bruce Springsteen in May in Rome. I don't know if I'll be able to make that, but certainly if I can do that. Garth Brooks has announced a residency in Vegas for this year, which is great. And I would love to be able to do something like that to see him there. And just to see what else is available and just to take advantage of what's here in Lebanon while I'm still here and what will be available at home and wherever I land up next. I just want to build more of that into my life. And I'm excited to do that. And the 10th and final thing that I want to do differently for 2023 is to keep learning and growing, particularly in my coaching practice, also on myself and in my yoga practice. I have spent much of 2022 enrolled in coaching certifications. So beyond the original coaching certification that I obtained from the Life Coach School, I completed an advanced deep dive coaching certification with Bev Aaron last year, and then I went straight into Master Coach certification in June last year with the Life Coach School as well, which built on my original coach certification, and I was enrolled in that for six months and finished at the beginning of December. So it was a very intense period for me. I enjoyed it. I do feel I have up-leveled in my coaching in so many ways. I've learned so much about myself and what I can provide for my clients. This year, I think I will step away from doing additional certifications, but the learning will continue to be there and it will continue to be a priority for myself. I haven't exactly decided what that will look like, but investing in myself, investing in my brain 
is a key part of my self-development and it's something that I highly recommend to all of my clients. An investment in yourself is one of the best investments you can ever make. And regardless of whether you use the training program or the certification or the degree that you obtain, it is the process itself whereby you have the, the discipline to go through the program, the knowledge that you gain throughout, and then who you become along the way in accomplishing that, that goal. It's important. And you never, ever lose in, in that opportunity. So I highly recommend it. So that's what I have for you. Those are my 10 things I want to do differently this year. And you can look at what you are already doing for yourself and what you might want to build on this year and accomplish for 2023. Some things might be new, but I think it's a worthwhile exercise to look at what you've already built for yourself and what you can grow and reinforce and up-level in certain areas of your life and compound the benefits and the gains that you've already started. There's a lot of benefit in increasing and up-leveling and scaling the good habits and practices that we already have in our lives and then adding to those. And as I mentioned, it does take some of the pressure off. It does help me to create that ease and that joy that is important to me and that I really want to create more of going into the next 12 months. Don't ever discount the benefit of making small changes and taking small steps. Be consistent, be persistent, but looking at what small steps you can take on a regular basis does add up to a lot of benefits and gains for yourself. And it's somewhat of an easy way to start. And you will be generating, creating evidence for yourself that change is possible. And if you can just keep going, no matter what, even if you have a small failure along the way, even if you get stuck a little bit, don't give up. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be consistent and persistent. It's okay to have failures along the way. It's okay if it's not perfect. Just keep going. Just get back at it and stick to it no matter what. Okay, so think about what you want. Decide what it is you want to focus on. Write it down in your journal. Review it regularly. Celebrate your successes. Celebrate your progress. And then repeat. Just keep going. Don't give up. It doesn't have to be perfect. And whatever you do, enjoy the process. Find that joy. Find that ease. Find that fun. And you will be making progress. I promise. All right, everybody. That's what I have for you today. Have a great 
2023. And I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Take care. Thank you for listening to this Daring Adventure podcast with your host, Trista Gurton. We hope you enjoyed the tips and conversations on how to get excited about life again. As always, you can head to tristagurton.com for additional resources and to book a one-on-one coaching session. You can also follow Trista on Instagram at Trista V. Gurton. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.